chances. He made a few things happen. But he's using him in a wrong role. He won't put him on a point in the power play. This guy thinks he's going to come in here and rearrange the furniture, and he's going to make a miracle from it. And guess what? Most of it is the same old tired furniture that nobody wants to buy. Right. Well, what you're saying is, because I'm a former athlete and a coach that tries to play head games to think that the performance is going to be better, that's a, that's a yeah, you know, it, it was just like him pulling out Sean Burke. I mean, you see this happen in games, and it happens decreasingly now. Because you know, not not because he played so bad, because two of those first three goals were deflected. He had no chance. But to pull him out there and then put in Kirk McLean, thinking again, trying to play this head job like this is going to wake the team up. They went into a deeper coma. Yeah. They stood around and they watched this poor Kirk McLean out there, who's defenseless, just watched them pop in one after another after another. I mean, it, it, it was pathetic. It was you know, it was humiliating. That, that's the thing, again, with these retreads and so on. Maybe there, there are not that many new guys out. I'm sure there are some. But here's this guy who's got a history of this. And this will follow you for a reason because that's the way he acts. It will happen here, like you're saying. They will have contempt for him. This will, this, a big deal. They beat these, uh, sorry teams the first two games, just like the Dolphins at the beginning of the year. Okay? They can't match up with medium average talent let alone the Detroits and so on. They will languish at oh, the I bottom. I agree with you. Every, every time we play a, uh, you know, a, a decent team, and they're, playing, they're not so many outstanding teams, but every right. time we play a decent team in the league, I mean, unless it's the wrong night and they're on the right, but we're going to get our ass kicked this year, and they, this, they've got to make a lot of changes, and I just don't see it happening as long as Wayne's got his uh, fist on the purse strings. You know, just even alone in business, maybe the and, guy... And keep in mind, by the way, if they would have given Beezer a little bit more money that he wanted to stay here and not right. screw his mind up and make him the scapegoat for all of their mistakes... They'd still have him right now instead of these two guys. Keep in mind, Kirk McLean is making two point uh, whatever million, two and a half right. million. They got five million dollars worth of stiff goaltending out there. Is what oh, they got? Oh, just, oh no, there's no no. There, that was another crux, an excuse to blame the Beezer or blame this one or blame that. How about blaming themselves with Chris Wells, okay? And and all these other bonehead Yeah, but he looks moves. good. He looks good in the suit up there in the stands. Have yeah. a great day, pal. We have an open. He, he's pissed off and fired up. That's one. Oh. There you go. He's sick and tired of being lied to and hear all the bull crap. And like I said, if the games were free, hey, hey, you know, okay, you take it or leave it. And the prices just keep going up and up and up. And okay, you had to have an arena so we could make some money for you. Okay, we build you the arena. Now put a quality product there. Are you going to do it for us? No. Of course not. Of course not, because it's the Wayne Meister. Because we owe him something. I guess that's what he thinks. We owe him something, not the other way around. Here's Miami Springs. Hello. Neil, I'm fired up. Yeah. I am pissed off. Yes? I'm, yeah, I am. I'm listening. Okay, thanks. I thank God I paid for Panther Patch yesterday. Otherwise, I would have been really miserable. Hey, the game was awful. And I, agree, I disagree with you on one point. Mm -hmm. I don't think we have the talent out there. I don't think the players we have have, have the talent to keep up with the teams in the Western Conference. Who, who, said, who said that we did? What do you, you mean? Did. You, said, you, said the, you said we have guys with talent out there. It's the coaching is what you said before. I didn't say that at all. I said we got a half a dozen guys who are stiffs that they want to get rid of. I said that I, everybody I talked to with the game last night, the phrase I used the same as last year, this team suffers from a lack of talent. That's Those are my words. Absolutely. I, I remember the play we were talking about in the second period when they tried to get off on that ridiculous line change. And then they got caught in the zone, and they were running around for about four minutes. It was, it was, it was 
I have seldom seen anything like that in my life. I thought there was going to be a riot. The crowd was just foaming at the mouth. And and keep in mind, this was at even strength. There was nobody in a penalty Absolutely. box. Absolutely. It was, five was on even five. strength. It looked like a five-on-three. It was five-on-one. Five like we five on we were chasing nobody. Yeah. Was, they were playing with us. It was it was embarrassing. They were toying with us. Like, we were like, it's not like you just said. It was men playing with against boys. That's what it looked like to me. All right, Neil. Okay, pal. He got his panther back. There you go. He was up there in the nosebleed. Two open lines in Dade, 5670560, pound 560. Top of the morning to you, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Happy Thursday. <laughs> uh, two points. Well, first of all, I called you the day after the L.A. Kings game, and I told you, you know, if you didn't know anybody, you'd swear to God they were trying to throw you the hell out of that place. Uh, like you said, the food wasn't ready at a certain time. Yeah. This isn't ready. That's not ready. The music's too loud. I mean, I mean, they know ahead of time. They know the day the games are going to be. They know the time that they're going to open up the doors. How much effort does it take to get some people in there early to, uh, you know, get stuff cooking a half hour ahead of time so that when the doors open, whatever people want to spend their money on, hey, guess what? Here it is. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you have a good game. Something, you know, but again, it's that. Down here, it's not that same way. No, no one would be open at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, seminar one time, and they gave us a thing to fill out. Uh, what would you say would be the 10 most important things that would go to employees? And they had a category listing of money, mm -hmm. this, that, and the next thing, clean mm -hmm. restrooms, all that other right. stuff, and parks. And the first in, in there was a category, or well, a, a line that said employee-friendly uh, workplace. And I put that down, and this woman said, that's kind of funny that you did that. You know, most people would have to put down money. And I said, well, the money will come if everybody's happy. Uh, and, you know, as long as you keep the people happy, they'll want to work for the company. And this nonsense, like you say, nobody wants to say hello to each other. And, and I've got that at the same place that I work at now. Second of all... I mean, what, what kind of people are we talking about? What kind of little punks have we got walking around here? Who think that they're big shots? Not, not that I'm any. I'm just a guy that walks in here, okay? I'm just a guy that walks in here, does a job, and I walk out of here. And I expect that if I say hello, see the the worst thing, one of the most the rudest things that you can do to somebody besides bitching them out is not when they say hello to you, just uh, the stare through them like they don't exist. Yeah. Well, what's the point? What's the point? Did I shoot this guy's puppy dog? No. And, and did it, is it going to cost him anything? But I should have understood. I should have understood because this is one of the same punks who, when I got on the elevator months ago, decided he uh, didn't know English and was speaking a foreign language, so that he and his buddy in the elevator could carry on their private conversation. And that's another thing that, I, that used to drive me nuts. I'm Polish, and my mother, when I lived back up in Pittsburgh, used to get on the horn when I was a kid with my grandmother, and they'd be talking English until she wanted to say something that she didn't want me to hear, and then all of a sudden, right? And, you know. And, that, and to this day, that drives me nuts down here. Second of all... It's, Unacceptable. Yeah, right. Second of all, if that guy, that second caller, thinks that one team, the coach... Bob Eddie, Johnson, yeah. Yeah. Before he passed away, that was like Lemieux's father. I mean, they wanted to play for that guy in right. the worst way. Right, Scotty Bowman comes in there after the man dies. They win another championship. Third year, they got, and he leaves. They've got the same team with probably one or two different faces on it. And they get Eddie Johnson in there, who had them before uh, the, the uh, Ron Johnson. Like I said before, when you want to start browbeating guys, when you want to start uh, trying to make examples of people, today's athletes aren't going to put up with that crap. They're not going to go out there and put out for you. And I'm telling you, this team is not going to play for Terry Murray, no matter how many submarine sandwiches Mitch from Boca makes him and his brother, okay? We have an open line out of their system. we got no calls and date as usual here today. Had a little bit of a flurry there for about uh, 20 minutes. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. 
Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm on. Sounds like you. <laughs> uh, Neil, are you a Maple Leaf fan because of uh, the affiliation from the uh, old Rochester America? No, because I lived in Rochester in Toronto, as you know, is right across the lake. That's where I was from. I, by the time I started following hockey about 30 years ago, I think the Toronto dumped the Amherst and Vancouver was running the show, and Rochester has some pitiful Well, uh, whatever. I could care less. Yeah. Uh, for the facts now. You're getting carried away. I'm confusing what with the facts? You're confusing them with the facts. Oh. They don't, they don't get it. Uh, any of the okay, thank you. We have an open line at day one in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty. Armstrong, it was George the Chief Armstrong, but nevertheless, close, but not a match. 26, they about old stuff from 100 years ago. I don't want to hear crusty old farts tell me about Johnny Bauer and Frank Mahavlich, because I'll talk circles around you, sir. It wasn't Red Armstrong, it was George the Chief Armstrong, and I can play Bill Hewitt, and I can play that uh, goal in the empty net at the end of the Canadians game, but I'm not going to do it. All these experts. That's one of the problems we got down here. And like, it's just like this place. It's the same thing. The reason that Wayne does this stuff, I've told you this before, is because he can. He gets 19,132 people in that palace we built for him there last night. Because he can. He could have put 400 pounds of cow crap out there on the ice with the Panther Patrol running around slinging their crap up into the... And he can do it. 20,000 a game, the average for the Marlins. He came and slapped every fan in the face. He beat you until the blood was pouring out of your teeth. Said, okay, where do I sign up, Wayne? And that's why he keeps doing it. Because he can. Give me back in that big space suit. That's one good thing. So this government's going to spend billions of dollars in a couple of hours to send some old 77-year-old senile fart up into space again. Because it wasn't good enough the first time, okay? He deserves another shot at it, okay? <laughs> Yeah, that just keeps, every time CNN keeps putting it, like right now, there you go. They're covering it with a blanket. I just see his puss, and that keeps coming to mind. I don't know what that means. You don't think I have a premonition, do you? Uh-huh. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. You know, you said that the other day, and I've been thinking about that all week, you know. Yeah. I don't know what it is. You know, We're spending listen. billions of dollars. We got people starving to death. We got people making unwanted babies. We got kids freezing to death on the streets in the wintertime. And we're spending billions to send a senile old fart and his compadres up there into space again so Walter Cronkite can make a comeback. Yeah, and then uh, Metamucil will have a big uh, promo about that. We yeah. went into space and took and a dump. It, and it's in a bag, right. Right. Listen, you know, uh, sometimes you say things and then I think, wow, you know, I'm not the only one. You know, I was at the arena for the first time several weeks ago. Yeah. And I went in, I believe it's the south entrance, and I asked uh, one of the people there in the uniform, I said, where could I go to get, you know, it was uh, Coke and, uh, and some chips. Mm -hmm. And the guy pointed to stairs, right, like right when you walk in, he says, just go up there, there's a bar there, you can get what you want. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, great. So I go up there, I order a Coca-Cola, and I said, you know, get some chips. He goes, oh, this is just a bar, drinks only. You have to go downstairs to the snack concessions. Fine. I take the drink downstairs, this is big-ass guard. I mean, you know, real intimidating to me. And he said, you can't take the drink out here. Don't you see the sign? Okay? And I said, well, you know, the guy told me, I don't care. You cannot take the drink up there. So I had to go back up, you know, drink my drink, go back. And, you know, it was just really a bad scene. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Plus, it's embarrassing. I mean, I don't like to, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a wimpy guy, I guess you would say. And, right. You know, my, don't my, want to make a scene, right? Yeah, I don't want to make a scene. Plus, you know, my date's there, and she's looking at me like, you know, boy, you, you let that guy intimidate you. And, you know... Thank you, Wayne. Beauty. I love it. I'm glad you had a good time. Hey, loved it. See love you. your show, Neil. Thanks.
Open line in Broward County. Is everybody happy today? Uh -huh. Yes, we are. We're ecstatic. Uh -huh. Hey, listen, no sweat off my ass. They're paying for my tickets. Got that nice reserved parking, which I paid, but nevertheless, not that much more. I can handle it. Get in that car. In fact, that was practice. That's going to be going on all year long. One period, two periods. Stop off at Publix, you know, go home, watch some good hockey, some other games on TV. Not ours. Oh, yeah, you got the small dish in the package. You got 800 other great games around last night. All kinds of people scoring goals. Edmonton got eight goals against those awful caps, eight to two. Bruins, nine to two over Montreal. All kinds of, uh, there's Stu Barnes uh, sticking a couple in for the Penguins, five two over Calgary. L.A. and that damn uh, incredible kid that, uh, what the Legata, Legacy, that kid. He's unbelievable. Shutting out uh, Jersey 4 nothing. All kinds of entertaining stuff on there. Was our game one of those? No. Well, I mean, it was on there, but was it entertaining? No. Of course not. Here comes Robbie Niedermeyer over the blue line. Rimmer, come on, will you? Jesus, I understand you're on the payroll. You're trying to make it exciting. You don't have much to work with there. you got that frog next to you. But if you want to give me an honest analyzation of the way they played these seven games. They stunk. Thank you. Now, is this is this for real what you're putting on there? Is that for what like real? Huh? Or is that a put-on? Because we know a lot of spooks in New Jersey. A call from Jersey? Neil. Yes, sir. I'm from New Jersey. All right. I'm an old chronic. You used to call me Wheaties Box, but then I found a life and I moved to New Jersey. Uh-huh. Um, well, and I'll tell you what. Like, are you a... in a city or are you just like in generic New Jersey? Like I a... live in uh, the Meadowlands. Oh, the Meadowlands. Uh, giant stadium there. Well, I think more of the racetrack myself, but whatever okay. you say. I should have said that to you. Uh-huh. Um, and this is the first time I've witnessed sports up here. Yes. I'll tell you what. I think it would not get away with anything up here. Like, he gets away with down there. Yeah. These fans, you can't buy a ticket to a sporting event here. Uh, I don't care what happens. It's impossible. If the Giants are playing, you know, our latest well, the, well, the, Gi the Giants, I'll uh, tell you one thing, the Giants maybe, but what about the Devils? What are all those empty seats that yeah, I see? Opening night, they only had 6,000, you're right. But like I see, the Rangers playing like Carolina, they Tons can't. of empty seats, and the, the Devils, of course, have a pretty good team, although not off to a good start, but nevertheless, they got a lot of talent on that team. Tons of empty seats, I see. Yeah, that is true. But I'll tell you what, you know what I noticed about the World Series? Yeah. You know, even with the Mets and the Yankees, as soon as the season's over, they think, how can we sign these guys again? You know, the Mets, they gave Pizza Man Sir, the big I money. I want to tell you something. I'm going to say it again. What they have just done, giving Al Leiter $8 million a year, four years, $32 million, and $91 million to the pizza man, that's the end. They can take their baseballs, they can shove them in their ass, and I, I have no interest whatsoever. Now i got to pay $87 for a hot dog when I go. There, there you button. go. Um, can, Neil, can I call somebody a douchebag, please? While I'm in closing, yes. i, I got two, two people. It's going to be quick. Pete Mariotis and Brian Heineken drinking Jordan, you are major douchebags. Okay, Neil, thanks, See you in Passaic. Okay. Don't forget, a lot of spooks in New Jersey. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560. That's only in Camden, okay, in Trenton. Uh, yeah, you're right. I guess you got a point. Won't find no spooks in the, in the Tenafly, will you? No. There you go. Here's the Coral Springs. Hello. Yeah, Neil, you on? Am I on? Yeah. I'm on. How about you? Most of the time you are. Yeah. Hey, listen, two things. First of all, sports fans down here are so fickle. You know, I think you can go by with whatever you want. I, I'm from Chicago, and we support winning and losing teams. It's an event. Yeah. Here, people just they go to the games, and it's like, we can give you a World Series team, and we can take them away, we can take the money away. It's a big joke. Yeah. Well, 
Okay, but but how, can you, how can you not send a message to the guy? How could how could they average 20,000 people a game for the Marlins this last year when he turned them into a little league team? How could anybody pay to see that crap? And I get a guy call me two days ago. He's like, some old fart. He's debating. Well, he got his renewal form in the mail, and uh, should he send it in? And uh, is John Henry going to buy the team? How could anybody renew for that crap after they slap you uh, silly and, and drain the blood out of you? You know, it's just the mentality. The mentality is, you know, we got to go see some sort of sport down here. They're better off, like you said, watching Little League. It's more enjoyable. And, you know, you got to stay off the Panther Patrol. That's probably the only entertainment that was at that game. Well, that's time. a pretty sad comment, isn't it, then? It's the truth. But a, but a good point. Okay, have a great day, pal. I thought that that uh, taffy, uh, what do they call that thing there in between periods, the old pud pull there at Center Ice, I thought that was about the only entertaining thing when Defoe was out there and they were pulling it. Okay, it's 1147 at 560 WQM. We have an open line at date if you move quickly. 5670560 pound. Here's Pompano Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, yesterday was my first time at the new arena. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I apologize profusely. It gets worse. Uh, kind of a complaint. Have you ever been to the Emerald Room in the arena? Or heard of the elevator? He asked the elevator guy to take us to the Emerald Club. So the guy is trying to find the button on where to go, and, and the guy in the coat said to the elevator guy, you know what floor it's on? He's like, I think it's on this one. He goes, well, before you think, he goes, I want you to refer to your handbook first and find out where it's at so you make the right decision so we don't hold up the customers. Up. Yeah. So he gets us to the suite level and we're walking all around. He yelled at the elevator guy for not looking at his. Yeah. So anyway, we just by that time, the game was just about to start, so we went back to our seats. But it was a terrible experience. That you know, part so right no, there. You got it wrong. If you would have been a lot luckier... If it would have taken the got back to see the game, that you'd have been in heaven. That's true. You're yeah, right. He's got a nice little tour of the whole joint, and he'd come back and say, hey, I missed anything. He'd look up at the scoreboard. It would have said 6 nothing. He'd have said, okay, see ya. You're right. Well, anyway, we did get back to our seats more exactly. The abortion. So, other than that, though, the arena was nice. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty good. Okay, thank God you had a good time. Thanks, Neil. Okay. There's another happy camper. Little teeny tiny goal lights, and sometimes they score a goal and it comes on. Sometimes it don't come on because Wayne don't want to spend a few more bucks to put real goal lights in there. Plus, I mean, why should we bother? Because we don't score any goals anyway. Let's see. Now, what, what, I've seen three home games. They scored one against L.A., none against Vancouver, and two last night. That's three in three games. Sounds like one a game to me. Opposition scored one and five is six in seven games. Not too bad. Oh! What do you want? And we had, uh, for crying out loud, three shots on goal in the first period. What are you complaining about? What's wrong with that? Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Panthers suck. Yeah. Okay, that was it. Well, short and sweet, right to the point, to which we can only say, uh -huh. sure. Two open lines a day, five wireless lines. See, like I said before, just like the thing with the Marlins, and I'm not going to keep beating this every day, after last night, if you have nothing to say... If you are, I'm not saying that you got to stay away, you got to boycott, you got to have a nervous breakdown. It's just a game. But if you don't even have anything to say for free, if you're not going to open up a mouth and make a comment, then you know something. You got nothing to complain about. I'm not going to do everybody else's screaming and carrying on for them. Let's hear it. Nineteen thousand one hundred thirty-two people there last night. So let's take out the 1,500 or 2,000 Red Wing fans. Let's talk about 17,000 alleged uh, Panther fans. Somebody paid for those tickets, even if you didn't. Anybody pleased with that performance? No. Anybody uh, ever want to see that again? No. But I'm afraid you will. You got a disorganized mishmash of uh, of nothing is what you got. You got a few guys out there. Even my good friend Paul Laws, who generally speaking is pretty solid, he was coughing it up last night like he had uh, whooping cough. 
Everybody, it was like Christmas time early. Here's another gift for you. See if you can stick this one in. Oh, it's already in there. Light's not on, but it's in there. North Miami. Hello. And uh, I, I kind of made a decision this week. I just spent $52, which is what I would have out of doors tomorrow night. I'm sitting uh, 19 rows uh, uh, right on the red line. Yeah. And, and I'll see what, what I get for $52 for four people, which I did. And have a good time. Let me know how it was. All right. Okay. Well, there's a guy who's going to go down to see the Matadors, in my, which may be minor league, but he might get at least a major league effort, which we sure didn't do last night. I mean, not even an effort, not even anything, just a grotesque, we're standing around, we're lost, we got no direction, we have no idea what the hell we're doing out here. Can anybody help us out? No. Oh, sorry. Open line and dates line. Here's a lady in Deerfield. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I would like to congratulate you for having some brass to put in the blame where the blame is due. Yes. The Murray brothers, Abbott and Costello, give me a break. Frickin' frat. You know, what Mutt are they doing? Jeff. They're sitting on their hands, not doing anything. Well, not they've done the something, team. all right. They've destroyed this franchise. Brian's been doing it for a couple of years now, and his brother came in here to bring a partner in crime. Well, look what Heisenga did to the Marlins. Yeah. Oh, the defending uh, World Series champion. But, but let me say it to you again. Let me say it to you. And this is the sports station all summer long, not just on this show, which isn't really a sports show, but on this whole radio station, there was almost no conversation by the callers, anybody screaming, complaining, bellyaching. If this would go on in a real sports town, which this is not, the people would be, I mean, how much does it cost to make a phone call and say I'm as mad as hell and I'm sick and tired and I'm disgusted and this is crap and you keep bleeding the money out of us and asking for more and more in new arenas and new stadiums and this is the garbage you expect us to pay to go see? Thank you. I have. I did not buy tickets this year, season tickets. I have been a season ticket holder for the Panthers since the beginning. Okay, last year I was just, I was livid. I can't believe I go to the games, I spend 100 bucks that I work for, yeah. you know, to see them lose constantly. I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, last night was not, by, and Friday night, okay, these are the last two home games, by any stretch of the imagination, entertainment. I don't care what you want to call it, besides crap, but it was not in any way entertainment. So the price that you pay for those tickets and for the parking and refreshments and all the other crap, what it was for, I have got no idea, unless so we just got to make Wayne all the money back he lost in the Miami arena. Well, you know, Wayne, they need to bench him. Yeah. Okay, I'm tired of his little whine and he breaks the nail. He's out for six weeks. Uh -huh. you know, give me a break. He's a hockey player. No, Play I don't rough. think so. I think you got that Impressive. wrong. Okay, sweetheart, good luck. Thank you. See ya. Open line of Dade 1 in Broward. These phones ought to be smoking here today. This is the day to get out of your goddamn system. Are they going to do it? No. no they're not, because they sit back on our hands. In addition to which, like I said, you go there any night, you go there the next time, and it's a whole different crowd. Because there may be a couple of thousand of us who are real fans, and the rest of it, well, we got corporate seats from this one, or we scalp them out on the street. It's, it's like a changing, uh, who are these people? You'll never see a whole bunch of the same faces any two games in a row in that joint. That's that's the bizarre. That's why there's no passion, because they priced most of you people out of it. Who the hell in his right mind is going to shell out five, six grand to go see that crap and then sit in the corners there in those little baby seats? They ought, they ought to at least hand out a tube of preparation H every game for the people that got to sit on the on the turns there in those baby seats to treat their goddamn hemorrhoids. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they start they start promoting with that. No extra charge for the hemorrhoids. That's a bonus. You can pop a big one, baby, right there in the arena. Roid, that is not a don't pop a bone. Hi. 
my good close personal friend Chuck Alfieri. Next station for the 90s. Happy Thursday to you. We have an open line in Broward, if you do, because we're used to it. Five six seven. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I got a few things to feedback on the with the hockey game and the arena and everything else. Yes. So listening for days and days. And uh, first of all, I wanted to say before you made a comment that you never see the same faces. Um, I we think how to present a hockey game, and this is the sixth year of them doing it. Just because it's a different building, the sound system. Were you there last night? Yes, I was. Did you hear the sound system before the game? How the yeah, PA keeps be, cutting out, and then it comes on. Low. I mean, at least they got the sound down to a, to a livable level now, thanks to me. That thank them for that. And at least they got the score, even though even though it started Red Wings nothing, Panthers nothing. Then it was Canucks and Panthers before they yeah. changed that again. <laughs> I mean. They just haven't got a clue how to present a hockey game. Real team on the ice, and I find that very sad. And this thing with those goal lights, maybe people think I'm nitpicking there. How do you make an event exciting if nobody... If you could have seen after Detroit scored the fourth goal, that greasy goal there, and everybody is looking around, including the Detroit fans, like, are we supposed to cheer now? I mean, what do we do now? No goal light comes on. Because Wayne can't afford a new light bulb, I guess. Well, I don't know about affording. I think it's there is a lot of non-caring, but, you know, it makes you wonder, are they going to respond? I want the people to think, no matter where, whose pocket is coming out of, tourists or whoever, the public has built this stadium for this owner and for this team. $183 million. They've got a, they have an obligation to make that place fan-friendly. To make that play, to put on a good product out there that at least is competitive. We're not saying we got to win a goddamn Stanley Cup, but at least competitive and might have a chance at a playoff, and they're not doing any of those things. And I did notice something new in the arena last night. They put up the uh, the, the team flag. Kimmer speeding over the blue line. Well, as we were to make another blazing shot. As we were being embarrassed by all the Detroit fans chanting over the Panther fans, yeah. we were busy sitting up looking at the sky praying for something, you yeah, know? We didn't have to much to chant so, about so we got to see the, the brand new flags they put up, and they even had the uh, the Minnesota Wild is up there already. They... My, my only thing, I kept screaming, "Hey Terry, don't buy a house." That was the only thing I kept screaming all night long. Well, good luck to us, pal. Glad that I was able to get through and let you hear it. Okay, I'll see you. All right. A.M. Scott and Mike uh, blow. The following. Let's face it. Most of us will never be rich. Hell, we probably won't even be successful, and that's pretty damn depressing. But as usual, with every problem, there is a solution. Hi, I'm Jim, and I'm here to tell you a little something about handguns. They scare the shit out of people and intimidate them into giving you whatever you want. That's right, handguns. Think about it. Need some cash? Rob a bank. Don't have enough money for beer? Call up a convenience store. Take some chips and pretzels while you're at it. It's all free if you've got a handgun. Some son of a bitch cheating on your girlfriend? Kill him. It's a simple solution to life's complex problems. All you have to do is wait the five days for it, and happiness is just around the corner. Hell, if you don't want to wait the five days, who cares? Buy the damn thing off the street. Just buy a lot of handguns. It's a great alternative to working problems out and can be considered a population controller. Yes, handguns. They just might make you famous. Matador has returned from a two-game trip. Uh, and there you go. The Matador swept the Lizard Kings in their homes to uh, preseason uh, meetings. Jacksonville is 0-4 on the season, so maybe we might even have a home team that wins tomorrow night. The Lizard Kings and the uh, Miami Matadors at the Miami Arena tomorrow night. Hey, listen, like the guy said before, the price is right, and they might, you might even get an effort. We have an open line. Hello. Good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Well, you failed, you, you failed to mention the, uh, the only one that Miami did have, or uh, Florida did have here to... 
at the new arenas. <laughs> you were mentioning uh, the, all the goals we scored and the losses that we had. Well, yeah. we had the one win against Tampa Bay. So. We won? Uh, we had the one win against Tampa no, Bay. No, we had two wins. We had one win at home, and then we won uh, against an expansion. Okay, thank you, sir. At least we got Florida bragging rights. There you go. <laughs> all right. Let me get my no. Let me get my finger way up in there. Okay. There you go. There's a guy who finds it very amusing. Okay, it's just a game. Very funny, I guess. Very funny if you're not spending any money making any investment like so many of you people are. Like I said, I'm not paying for my tickets. Although if they weren't buying me the tickets, I'm you know I would still pay. I'd, I'd buy them because I'm a hockey nut. That's uh, like a way of life to me. I would buy them and then I would really be screaming. But I'm still screaming on behalf of these people because most of them, uh, you know, the uh, cats got their tongue. Last five games, two tie, uh, three ties and two losses. Very outstanding. Oh! And by the way, except for Detroit, none of the competitors so far have been anything to write home about. They haven't played the Dallas. They haven't played the... Uh, I mean, not that there's that many great... They haven't played the Flyers. Oh, is that going to be pretty, huh? Is that going to be... Do you have the schedule? Where do we have it? Oh, I got it. One moment, please. One moment, please. That's going to be a pretty sight to see, huh? Woo! That'll be a pretty thing to see. When is that going to come up? The Philadelphia Flyers with John Van Beesbrook. Oh, it's an away game. It's on Thursday, November 12th. Right in the middle of my vacation, damn it. But at home, and I'll be back for this one, baby. Sunday, 6 p.m., November 22nd, Philadelphia Flyers and the Beezer. Beezer will be here in town. Now, unless something happens drastically between now and then with this organization... That could be a real ugly night. You know what I'm saying? You think there might be some people with some mixed emotions out there that night? Beezer with that new mask that he's got. Nice mask, by the way, Beezer. Maybe that's what changed your luck around. Or maybe just getting out of here and getting away from the uh, BM guy. Oh, it was all his fault. He was your bad guy. He was a stupid shimmyan. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Listen, I, I don't know if you caught it last night. I don't think you did because you had just left. Yeah. But uh, they had, you know, the, the, the best, bell sound and all this best in between you bet. Well, they had uh, Jeff DeForest, Defo, introducing one of the segments there, some some corny promotion. Jeff DeForest, yeah. Yeah, Defo. They had it. And you know the sitting uh, ovation that you got, you received when they put your puss up on the right. uh, screen there? Right. He got the exact opposite. Oh, yeah, of that. they always boo him right off the ice. They hate him like poison because they know he's an ass sucker, yeah. As, as much of an ass sucker as he is on football, yeah. they hate him that much in the hockey arena. Mm -hmm. And one other thing. See, he, just... he only comes across a little bit better, though, because he's got Geldy sitting next to him there in the morning on the, sh on the show. So it, 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 lately it comes out he's almost like critical, you know. But, but uh, last year they remember those those spineless coaches shows and about uh, Christina Moore going in there and uh, screening the calls and all that bullcrap and VM like kind of censoring the show. They remember all of that. It was so horrible I almost felt bad for the other they, they, they know who uh, speaks out for the fans and they know who's just a uh, organization butt kisser. Listen, one more request. Is, yes, sir. Is, as much as I appreciate you having them drop the levels on the music in yeah. between uh, segments, I was wondering if maybe you could uh, you could uh, make an appointment with your foot and someone at the organization's ass yeah. to uh, get, them. get them to stop playing three, four, five songs after they drop the puck. Yeah, that would be nice. You're a good point. I would appreciate after, it. After though. we get the goal light straight now, we'll work on that. Have a good deal. You're okay. the bench. See, every time, of course, when you're going to play a team and the other team's going to score a lot of goals, you don't want to put the goal light on every goal because then you're starting to spend a lot of electricity. Never thought about that. You know, what does it cost? Like maybe half a cent to turn that goal light on for like 10, 15 seconds 
That's all that stays on. Two games in a row, goal light doesn't go on. Not because the goal judge missed the goal, I don't, I don't think. And, of course, we don't have, like, the little uh, boots where the goal judge sits in, like, a real hockey arena. We didn't bother putting those in there either because a lot of oversights were made because the people who designed this place were interested, I guess, in architecture and not anything having to do with the game which is going to be played in there. Are they going to be playing basketball in there? No. Are they going to be playing? I mean, I know they're going to eventually play indoor uh, bullcrap, arena football, and who knows what else in there, inside crap. But the main sport, what that was built for, was a hockey game. That's what that was built for. That's what it's all about. And you think the people that built it never saw And allegedly, they made, they went on this tour. They saw the GM place in Vancouver. They saw the Molson Center in Philadelphia. They saw the Coors State, uh, whatever they're calling it now, Philadelphia. They saw every goddamn new arena. And they took the best features and the best goddamn ideas. And did they put them all together? No. But at least Aaron Bergell only had to sing one national anthem. Got the words right. Nice going, Aaron. Oh, oh Canada, this anthem really blows. That was beautiful, a Vancouver game. I'll never forget that as long as I live. Open line at Broward. First, though, they're, they're pretty passive. They're not really, uh, there's no passion about this. I mean, they're not really pissed off. They're, and, and Wayne knows this, and I'm sure that those people in the organization are all listening, and they're saying, oh, well, let that Neil scream and holler. He's always doing that. The people don't sound really uh, upset. They don't give a crap. They, we can put out the, we can put out 400 pounds of dog on the ice there. They'll still keep sucking it up because it's a nice new building and it's convenient and, uh, we're, there you go. So maybe I'm out of, maybe I'm out of line here today. You think so? Uh -huh. I'm out of line. What the hell are we bitching about for Christ's sakes? You go there, it kills a couple of hours, you go home and you, know, you watch a good game on TV. That's all. What the hell do you want, you jackass? Sorry. No, seriously, I, I might as well talk to myself and like, uh, get this out of my system. It's like getting off the elevator down there, you know. Hey, have a nice day. Okay, thank you, I will. Just say it to yourself. Yeah, I like one of these. That's right. Or like one of these. Spick. Here's a Pember Pines. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Neil, uh, a little change of topic. Um, I wanted to express my anger and frustration yes? at the inefficiencies of Sun Sentinel Customer Service Department. Okay, go right ahead. Rip them in the ass, man. I have been like... This is like the third week that I'm trying to subscribe to the newspaper. The third week? You turd. Yeah. And those assholes, they send me my, they charge me twice on my credit card. I haven't seen a newspaper in the last three weeks. Yeah. I mean, I understand this is not Cuba, you know, where they don't have customer service. Mm hmm But, uh, I mean, for Christ's well, sake, no, they this not, is they have customer service in Cuba. When you call and make a complaint, they come right to your house. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but I mean, it's like total incompetence, you know? Uh-huh. So wanted you, you know, I guess if you could let those guys know, you know. Yeah, what but, the hell. Uh, to make you feel just a little bit better about it, though, you haven't gotten the Sun Sentinel the last three weeks? Yeah. You haven't missed a thing. But, I mean, I mean, what better is the Herald, then? No, 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 but I'm saying, no, nothing worse. But I'm just, I'm just saying, at least I can make you feel a little bit better knowing you missed nothing, okay? Okay. So I hope you start getting it soon, but, but at least feel very comforted in knowing you didn't miss a goddamn thing. Okay. Okay, good luck, pal. Thank you. Let him have it. Give him hell. Give him hell. Like I said, two little clips of the paper today. Dino, he's going to make the trip. Dino's not going to make the trip. Uh, we don't know because it's the local yokel newspapers with a bunch of kids running around pretending to be sports writers, pretending to be columnists, pretending to be adults. This is kitty core town, this place. The whole media here, 90% of the goddamn media is a bunch of little kids, little stringers, little inept uh, prepubescent jackasses running around pretending to be adults like Barry Jackass over there at the Herald. Make it up crap. 
But and like I said, nobody demands any better. If this is what the public accepts, they will continue raping this town and taking out their millions and millions of dollars in profits and laughing all the way to the goddamn bank. Here's a lady in Lauderdale Lakes. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Neil. This is Dora. Hi, Dora. I sent you the two hats, and I was so happy to see you wear them. Oh, thank you so much, Dora. That the chicken was really special. I mean, the propeller's great, but the chicken, oh, that was that was great. In fact, well, that's why I feel so good today. I've got all of my sins out of my system. That chicken don't look too good anymore, but, wow, I feel great. Maybe you should pass it on. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have to probably clean it up a little bit first. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I have a birthday party coming up, and somebody asked me where I want to go, and I yeah. said to the arena. Uh-huh. So Saturday I'm going to go see the Devils. Yeah. Should I root for the Devils or what? No, don't do that. Oh, okay. The Devils? Jesus, will have to have an exorcism if you do that. Uh, I have another chicken hat. Maybe I should wear that. Uh, that would be beautiful. That would fit right in. With the ambiance there is perfect for it. <laughs> All right, well, it's kind I, of a chicken uh, event anyway. I just wanted to tell you I, I thank you for all that you give to the community, and I appreciate listening to your show every day. Thanks again, Dora. All right, you're welcome. Okay, see you. Bye. That was Dora that sent me that uh, beautiful uh, pair of cats. Where's my, where's my beanie with the, uh, the propeller, propeller head? Yeah, Shirley Bassey, eat your heart out, sweetheart. It's Neil and the propeller heads. There you go. We have an open lot. Same old crap. Very, very uh, mealy mouth. You guys prove what I say every day of my life in this town. You prove exactly what I said. They give you whatever you'll sit back and take. Anybody who spent hard-earned money to be in that arena last night, I don't care if you were eating off the floor, if it was so palatial that they were like ladling uh, chocolate mousse in your earlobe. I don't care what the hell it was. That was unacceptable, and you deserve a refund, but you won't even open up a mouth and make a peep about it. That's the saddest part. Even Mr. Peepers, even Wally Cox. Oh, that's right. What am I talking about? They're all worried about the goddamn shuttle. <sighs> that's what I keep hearing in my ear. Open line at five. So are we going to go through a whole year of this crap? Uh -huh. Are you going to just sit back and put up a win? Because I'm not. I won't even talk about it anymore if that's what will make you happy. I'll never even bring it up again because uh, I can go. I can be home in three minutes. In fact, the earlier I leave, there is no traffic getting out of there. None. I can be at Publix in a minute and a half, getting my dog food and uh, diet soda. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, pal? Great. Listen, I, I, you know, I um, just got back from the doctor's office. I broke my hand last night. And, at, at uh, again? I, you know, like they set my appointment for 9.30. I didn't get in to see the doctor until... Mention that. No, no response. Well, I already mentioned that he had two great goals. The Penguins' first two goals as they beat Calgary five to two, and Marty Strzok. You could have seen the Stevie Eiserman goal. It was like like a freeze frame, like where everybody on the Panthers went into suspended animation, and they just kind of stood there. You know, you, you've seen those things. And he and Eiserman, of course, is at full speed, just skating down the ice right around Robert Spala. Goes in there, flips it up in the net like Kirk McLean's not even there. And it was like, uh, huh? What just happened there? I bet you that new Miami. They were watching them. They were watching the other team play. Yeah. I bet, I bet you like that. I bet you the Miami Matadors could probably beat them. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, listen, Neil, have a good week. And uh, I, I just want you to know I am one of your callers from Palm Beach that is not a Julio. And God bless you, sir. Thank you. I'll stick him over this. Whatever that means. Okay, we have an open line at date one in Broward. 5670560. Pound 560 on a mobile one line. I don't, I'm, I'm out of line. I am out of line today. I apologize for everything I've said. These people, I mean, they're mildly, uh, they don't care. This is not something that's important to them. They are mellow. 
They're very content to sit back. Hey, Wayne, you dish out whatever crap you want because these people like it. Ladle it on, baby. A little bit of chocolate marshmallow sauce, whatever you got in the side. Just ladle it on them. They love it. Some goddamn nerve for me to come on here and get all bent out of shape. This team out there. 26. She wasn't in town for the president. Billy, wasn't sure what it meant. Every time I see a picture of old John Glenn, every time they show that shot of the shuttle sitting there, that sound just keeps coming back to mind again. Why do you think that is? Oh, and look at that. There's all the astronauts. This is beforehand, of course. They all got their kind of orange, their reddish-orange uh, outfits on, except for John, who's got kind of a brown bottom. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. How are you, Neil? Okay, sir. Listen, I called up your radio station before the season started. They had a, a pre season uh, talk about the Panthers, you know, it was just before the season opened. And Stubo, oh, you mean I that suck fest they had, yeah? Yeah, I think, you're, I think it's Steve Goldstein and, and the announcer that announced it for them. Yeah. Now, I brought up the fact that this team did nothing in the offseason to improve. The only thing they did was lose John Ben Zipa. Yeah. You know what I was told? I was told, first of all, the beginning of the mistake was was, was what they fired the first coach. They blamed McLean last year. Then they bring in the, the, the Brian Murray. And Brian Murray wasn't successful because Don Van Breesbrook brought attention to the team right. in the locker room right. because of contract problems. Uh -huh. They said this team was going to win because of Terry Murray. I wonder how, now, come, uh, how come Philadelphia with John Van Beesbrook has uh, got 12 points and leads exactly. the conference in points so far I, and, uh, that he's playing such great goal for them up there. I hung up with high blood pressure. I want to they tell you stunk. Yeah. They sucked up so bad, and they're telling me that Terry Murray is going to take this team, and Sue Goldstein, I think, or Steve Goldstein, whatever his name is, guaranteed they would make the playoffs. Oh, really? This guy's totally Yel retarded. Yeldy said that this team is going to make the playoffs? <laughs> totally retarded. You oh, asked my him. God. He's not going to lie to you. No, he's just a little suckled. You've got to understand, he's on Wayne's payroll, don't you understand? 
He has Neil, no credibility, none. Neil, Jim Nielsen of the Rangers cursed me out when I was 15. That's how long I'm a hockey fan. Yeah. Back in New York. This team is going nowhere. They don't have any scoring. And Rob Niedermeyer, he's got, he shoots like one shot a game. What's with this guy? Yeah. This is their star. Coma. I mean, it's nuts. Coma. Yeah, Coma. Good luck, they, pal. They got rid of him. Okay. But they still insist that he's going to be good along with their defensemen. Say, they got this, this other uh, defenseman can't uh, shoot from the points either, by okay, the way. Okay, say hi to a Gump Worsley. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560. I mean, what can you say? And, I mean, Friday, first season in the NFL. How can you play a game that has so much importance and have the game hanging in a balance on one or two bad calls and then throw out the replay? That was the dumbest thing that they ever did. Do you think they'll bring it back? They eventually. Yeah. After, All right, after, after enough uh, games get decided on bad calls, eventually. The Tampa, game, the Tampa Bay game was the worst when Ryder Hansen cut that touchdown pass. Yeah. And they lost. They basically lost to that call. They lost to How about the Jets Lions playoff game, or not the playoff, but the last game of the regular season last year when uh, the, the Lions got a gift touchdown and mm -hmm. he, the replay clearly showed he, he was out of bounds. Yeah. All right, Good luck, pal. You'll need it. Officiating sucks. Oh, and, oh, and I got to tell you this speaking of officiating, to show you the injury, there's all these people with these Detroit jerseys on, okay? Which, like I said, if you're really a Detroit fan, that's fine. But to our left, a couple of seats down on our road, and I've never seen these people before because it's like changing of the guard, different people every game. There's one guy with a Panther jersey on. His friend has got a Red Wing jersey, okay? Okay, whatever. So after we get the third consecutive penalty called on the Panthers, and very deservedly so, I think this is the one where Slava Kozlov got a stick in the face in the first period. I mean, a stick right in the puss. Get the third straight penalty. And now, after they score the goal very quickly... These two guys, and I don't understand it because the one is supposedly a Red Wing fan, okay? And they're both going, hey, ref, you suck. I thought to myself, this is so un believable. It, it's, like, it's like they got a few expressions, and that's it. That, that's the breadth of their knowledge. And every single one of those calls was, uh, you couldn't possibly not make them. They were flagrant penalties that we deserve. So it must have been the referee's fault that we stunk the joint out and gave up all those goals last night and could have, could have given up about 20 if Detroit would have kept on playing if they weren't playing tonight. Hey, ref! You... So finally they redeemed themselves on the other side in a second. I, I bless you, whoever you people were over there on the other side uh, across the arena who were yelling out, Hey, Brian Murray, you suck. I was saying, oh, I was giving them a sitting ovation. The organization is uh, the reigning Spain... Yeah, we, you know why we didn't win last night? We didn't have Peter Worrell in the lineup. He's the, uh, Schwartz plug, the spark plug. Isn't he? The spark plug? The banana-eating spark plug? That's what Brian said. Ten cents anything that small. So if I kind of stick that in there, it's like uh, nothing happened. So I kind of like, you know, just wave my hand through there real quick to kind of set the sensor off. And it flushes, but automatic. Automatic flushing urinals. I mean, what a concept. Of course, it might have cost away another 50 bucks a pop for each one of those urinals. Even though it's not his money. Do you care about some lineup changes for uh, tomorrow night's Panther game? Where did the you Josh get this? Friedman called in. Who did? Josh. He was Josh Friedman called in. Josh Friedman <laughs> called in. Who pretends to know something about hockey, which he does not? Yes. Worrell is in. Oh my! Peter Worrell is in. Oh my God! The Schwartz plug is and back in lineup. Am I saying that right? Kavasha, yeah. He's out. He's out. Well, he oh that giveaway last night. Woo! Nice going, Kavasha. We're kvetching about Kavasha. That's right. All the Yidlach in town, we're starting a, a, a new thing. It's called kvetching about Kavasha. 
These are the youngsters in your organization that were supposed to be social And even that space cadet kid, I call him Spastic. That Spashek, whatever his name is. Uh, scores another goal last night. He's got two goals in two games. But he's supposed to be a defenseman. Is he playing any defense? No. Oh, a disaster. A disaster. Luckily for him, Svela played the worst game in the history of the National Hockey League last night, so not too many people probably noticed him. But, boy, were they bad, that defense, uh -huh. or what? So Peter Worrell is in there. That's going to really do it. We got the uh, the Schwartz plug is back in the lineup. He's going to turn it around. Here's Nassau. Hello. Nassau. Hey, what's up, this Troy? Yeah, man. Yeah, Troy. Yeah, what's going on, man? You know, I don't know much about ice hockey, but right down there we play field hockey, you know? Yeah, you feel I it? I think yeah. they believe they bad, you know, guys on ice. Uh-huh. You know, but I think that all the professional boxers should Sound get like together. Sounds like a phony. It's getting the heavier as we go along, you know what I'm saying? You think? What is it? I think all the professional boxers yeah. just get on ice, right? And kick all the professional hockey players' asses. Yeah, okay, okay, go kick some ass. You're on. Okay, too much bad weed and too much of a phony yeah, accent. We have an open line of day at five. There's us. Here's Delray Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I got a, a solution to the goalie problem. Yeah. We put both of those clowns out there at once. The Murrays. No. No, you don't mean, mean Sean Burke and Kirk. We're playing. We strapped the Murrays up in the net. Sounds good to me. Oh! Hey, Neil. Yeah. Why don't you even bother giving Worrell a stick? Well, you got to have something to uh, club somebody with. <laughs> Huh? And, and one more thing. And, by the, and let me say this, uh, in all seriousness, this guy's not a real fighter. This this uh, bunch of pansy uh, so-called fans who think that that guy's a fighter, they're in, in la-la land. He's not a fighter. He's just a big goon. That's with a G. Big goon. I think he's just in there because NAACP wants more Schwarzes. In the, no, he's, in he's just in there because... See, that's a diversion from the crappy play of the rest of the... Like at the end of the Vancouver game when he got in a fight with the other big show, Donald Bershear there, and the two big black guys. Are, you know, well, what did that prove? I mean, we just got humiliated and embarrassed, shot out 5 nothing. We played a grotesque game that night, Friday. And is, is, is that going to convince anybody of anything, that we got, we got some big goon out there that's going to start a bunch of meaningless fights and get some stupid penalties? What the hell does that prove? Nothing. Okay, pal. Uh, one, one, one more thing, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I saw you talking about people having jerseys on. I saw someone with a Chris Wells jersey. You saw somebody at the game with a Chris Well, you know something? Oh, my God. At least he didn't hurt us last night. <laughs> something to think about. All right, Neil. Thanks for the good news. Chris Wells, anybody seen him lately? No. Oh, he's out another 9 to 11 weeks. I mean, I don't wish it. He's a nice kid. Everybody tells me he's a good guy. Never stole 14 freight trains. But, I mean, there's one of the worst trades in the history of all professional sports that they, you know, and they just, they attack me viciously. Oh, Neil Rogers doesn't know what he's talking about. He's just stirring up a lot of trouble. He's just trying to be, yeah, right. One thing I know, I may not know anything else, okay, in the whole world. I may know nothing, but when it comes to hockey, baby, I know my, Crap. that's right, what I saw last night was Crap. pure, Crap. right. And that trade, that stew and uh, Wooly and all that, that was total crap. And giving away Marty Straka. Crap. That's right. And now destroying Ray. Let me say it again in case you missed the beginning of the show. I know for a fact that Terry Murray doesn't like Ray Whitney as a player. And even though he put him out there on the uh, second line last night, and he, in fact, he had two shifts back-to-back, -back, which I thought he was uh, bending over backward to give him a chance to fail, basically. He played good last night. He made some chances. But nevertheless, he don't like him. So you can already get prepared. Put away all your Ray Whitney uh, souvenirs and all your jerseys and memorabilia. Because even though he was the best uh, player on the team last year, he's Terry Murray will do everything in his power to make sure that he fails. So he can say, told you so, we got to get rid of him. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Neil. 
Bill. Yes, sir. Yeah, all right. Open line and date, 567. Okay, see you on the elevator, pal. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a lady in plantation. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I wanted to let you know that we went to our first uh, game at the arena last night. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. No, you want to know something? Yeah. We had a good time. Really? Well, first of all, I know uh, the, the place is beautiful. It, I mean, it reminded me of an airport. Oh, wait a minute. They're testing the space shuttle. It's going to go up in less than uh, an hour. One second. Go ahead. Okay. We're all set. All set? Yeah. Um, we, I'll tell you the truth. We went last night to watch the Stanley Cup winners play. You know, we, because they're a great team. Yeah. And we went to watch, and it was really, uh, we enjoyed it because we, they were playing good hockey. And, uh, when you say they were playing good hockey, yeah, yeah they played a, a good game based on the fact that he scored a lot of goals, but when there's no opposition, yeah, and the other I team know. is standing around and watching them, how can that be an enjoyable experience? Well, I mean, I, I guess, I mean, are you a Detroit, are you from Detroit? No, I'm from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not from Detroit, but we we went. The reason we went to the game was because Detroit was playing. I see. Okay. But um, the, my case, my point is that you know we're going to go to the games because we want to see certain teams play, not because of the Panthers, because the Panthers aren't worth going to. Yeah, I would agree with that. And um, that's but, pretty. But isn't that a sad commentary? I mean, that sounds yeah, like everything People go to games to see the team that's coming in, I and if know. it isn't an attractive team, oh, we don't want to go see I that. Know. You know what? We don't just... want to go see the St. Louis Rams. There's ten thousand empty seats at the Dolphin game. I know, but don't you appreciate good playing though? Like the, when the wing, when the wing, uh, the Red Wings were uh, scoring last night. Didn't I you? Know, I, I want, I want to see a good game. I want yeah. to see a good competitive game. And of course, I would prefer that my team, uh, you know, won the game. But I'd like to at least see a good game. Did I see a good game on Wednesday against the Kings? No. Did I see a good game against Vancouver Friday? No. Did I see a good game last night by uh, the Panthers, a competitive game? No. No, not at all. I saw crap. I saw two and a half hours of pure crap. That's right. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. We did. Okay, see you. Bye. People are wearing, you know, with the Red Wing jerseys on, some of whom are real Red Wing fans and some are just front-running phonies. They had a good time. But those of us who are Panther fans most of the time, except when they're playing the Leafs, by the way. Oh, wouldn't that be something, huh? I'm uh, I'm already licking my chops waiting for those games later on. Here's Aventura. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's funny that you had mentioned a thing about the, uh, the infrared uh, infrared devices in the bathroom. We, we were talking about that last night. How you know? How I you mean, am I the only one that's lived in the 20th century? No, no, that they don't have the little last handles? Night. I mean, how it's a brand new arena. They just spent 200 million dollars of our taxpayer money to build that. Exactly. No, no, right. We were talking about that last night because, like you say, where do you see a new building these days with uh, the old style? Uh, well, anyhow, not to be the dead panther here, but uh, yeah. not only the first five minutes of the game, Kirk Muller had two chances that most guys would give their left nut for. Okay, yep. right in all alone within within eight feet of the net, and he shot both of them five feet wide. Okay, I mean I'm not gonna. It's certainly not a lack of effort because he does make an effort out there. But this guy don't have it anymore. He didn't have it last year. He's not getting any younger. He sure as hell don't have it this year. And they would they would give anything to be able to trade him, and nobody wants him, and especially at the price they're paying him for three years. Uh, with with the way that. I mean, I hope they're not blowing Spaler's mind here, but the way that Spasic and some of these other guys are playing defense, why not play Norton and Cartner and maybe try and showcase Moodle? Maybe somebody will say, hey, these guys got some legs. How can you showcase guys when you're getting your brains beat out? How can you showcase somebody? Well, I mean, last night. Yeah, that's true. They might, you know, 
it's a little sparky. But, but it goes to show you, though, that the head games that this man is playing, you saw the evidence of how well that's working last night. The whole team quit playing, and Robert Spaler was in a coma. And not, one, not one time do I remember a Detroit guy getting knocked on his back. No, there, there was one hit. The there net. was one hit in the third period. I forget who the hell uh, left by then. stood around like spectators and watched Detroit basically do whatever the hell he and wanted. I don't know. Was he trying to save Burke or show him up? Going to pull him out and put Kirk McClain to fire up the team. Sounds uh, like Mike Keenan. Yeah, right. Really worked, didn't it? <laughs> Have a great day, pal. You too. Yeah, that Terry boy, he's the great shrink. He's the head man. He's playing with our brains. I think he's playing with himself. We have two open line or open line line. Three minutes till one on QM. We've got uh, the Jimmy Johnson show on with Hank at five, and we got uh, Kimba Bo. If you're not QAM, the Neil Rogers show. Y'all come back now. You hear? 104-560 WQM. One of the worst columns in the history of journalism, by the way, and I use that word loosely. Panthers get two thumbs down by Mike Berardino in the Sun Sentinel this morning. So typical. And, of course, keep in mind that the uh, guys that write the column don't write the headline. So the headline is the only thing worth looking at. And, of course, that's uh, right on target. But the column says absolutely, positively nothing, except there was some guy impersonating uh, Steven Spielberg in the crowd last night, signing phony autographs. And uh, basically that's about it. Nice column, Mike. Not. I mean, if we just had people in this town, a newspaper columnist who could write, who could say something, who could write something, who knew, number one, what he was writing about, and number two, could articulate something that we would say, yeah, now you're talking, baby. Do we have that here? No. Got a bunch of uh, overgrown children. Here's Plantation. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Great. Uh, listen, I called you back in the beginning of the month, and I'm not doing that anymore. No, because we're not giving them away anymore. No, that's, and, that's, 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 life is great here now that we give nothing away on this show. Smart move. I want to thank profusely the guy who called and told me I better cut the crap. Um, I'm just graduating uh, college, and uh, you truly have been an inspiration. I had no direction. I had no idea what I wanted to do. But um, listening to you, I mean, I, I kind of have a feeling that the radio is the place where I want to be. I'm the inspiration, man. Yes, I am. Without yeah. a doubt, without a doubt. I was born pissed off and fired You don't want to be in this business, though. I mean, if you want to get serious, you want to be That's business. what everybody says. I ask everybody Trust me, I'm, I'm begging you. I'm pleading with you. Don't do it. Yeah? That's the best advice I can give you. This is the worst, and not the worst, but it's one of the worst businesses in the history of mankind because the people who run it are clueless. They have no idea what it's all about. Yeah, I can have... Well, anyway, tomorrow's my birthday. I'm doing it tomorrow. Tomorrow's... I've had this ring sitting in my drawer for a month. Great. Thank you, buddy. Um, I, I just want to let you know, sending out resumes. be one seven to uh, 2 a.m. Right. <laughs> oh, you do have a sense of humor. Okay, good luck to you, pal. Take care, buddy. Okay, I'll be sure and tear up the resume because I don't want you to get in here. All right. Good luck. Oh, can I call someone a douchebag? Go ahead. All right. Richie Montalbano, you guinea wop bastard. I hope you contract a venereal disease, you douchebag. Oh, he beat you to it. Have a great day, pal. Take care, buddy. He wants to get in radio. Is this man joking or what? Uh -huh. We sure can only hope so. He's going to make two mistakes. He wants to come work at QAM. Oh, has this guy got a sense <laughs> of humor, huh? Hey, listen, we'll run into you on the elevator. I just won't speak to you. We have an open line and they're nasty, they're arrogant, they got an attitude, they're little pieces of turd is what they are around here. Little turd burgers with an attitude. Oh. Let's go to a bokeh. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. I, I saw that Steven Spielberg guy on the screen last night. That was pretty interesting. My wife thought it was him. I said, no way would he come to a Panther game. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He's not that crazy. No way. Unbelievable. E.T. might have been there, but I doubt it. Uh, E.T. was somewhere on the, on the ice. I, yeah, I think he was playing for us in the I net. think he's learned how to play. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm figuring with this space shot, 
I figure this thing goes off pretty well. We can send most of the people down here up there. Yeah, we can, send, out of here. We can send most of the Tamarack up That's there. That's right. Or send them all up there. Yeah. Put a little grenade in the back. No problem. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they got, they'll drop a little bomb in the back. That's right. I've been to, like, a couple hundred hockey games. Yes, sir. Last night was the first time I left before third period. Uh-huh. Me was, too. Right it? after the second period, I said, okay, see ya, and I, we just scooted out of there, when baby. When Detroit scored their sixth goal, I pulled my jersey over my head and stood up and put my hands up. Yeah, I, th I think this could be the year for the bag concession. I would, I would imagine by the middle of uh, December at the latest, we'll be doing the uh, bag over the head routine. Yeah, and I'll tell you one thing, if there wasn't too hot chicks sitting right next to me, I would have cover up. We have two open lines at Broward. I want to commend this community. You're taking it well. They're very mild. They're not screaming. They're not overly excited. This is what you expect here. What's the point of getting your blood? Let me get hysterical, okay? That's what I get paid for. You just all stay calm, cool, kind of indifferent. He sat next to a couple of hot-looking chicks. I saw some interesting people. I'll say this much, by the way, for the new arena. Lots better looking people in this one than the Miami arena. Oh. Yes. All right. Just sit out there in the food court and do a little people watching, a little bit of cruising out there at the food court. There you go. Who the hell wants to watch some stupid game anyway? They're knocking a little rubber disc around with a stick. Nine minutes after one. That's what George says. Nine, Nine after one. Jeff DeForest and Steve Goldstein. The first team right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? But isn't that right, Bobby? No, she doesn't have it. That's not true at all. Don't you? You don't have a penis. It's an underdeveloped penis. That's what I was told when I was a small child. Uh, Bobby, isn't it the fact that it's really a, your You were told as a no. small child. You said that you were a hermaphrodite. I was told a lot of things when I was a small child. So were you lying to me, Bobby? As a woman. Yes. And it is totally... It is totally... My whole life. How? <laughs> I have to wonder. I'm a very athletic person. I've always been a jeans and t-shirt type girl. I wonder when I put on clothes if I look like a dyke. Yeah. I wonder if I, the way I wear my hair, people are going to think I'm a dyke. I wonder what people are thinking about me. Sometimes I wonder how in the hell did I let this happen to me? How could I be so stupid? Yeah. That's what I think uh, every morning when I come in here. 114 at 560 WQAM. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uncle Neil. Yes. Uh, I don't, I'm not a hockey fan, but uh, why why all these fans go to this game? Why do they spend all the money? Asking that, I have no idea. I've been asking that for uh, three hours and 15 minutes today, and the, I still uh, don't have an answer. Since had, uh, all these people are putting on a horrendous performance, they don't seem to care. They evidently have no nothing else to do. I, Let's hear it for this guy. Thank God for people like you, sir. You know, and, and, I, and, I, and I, I wish everybody could do the same thing by yeah. not going to the Panthers yeah. and, and the Marlins. They both suck. Uh -huh. That's it, Uncle Neil. Okay, God pal. bless you. And uh, God bless you. Well, and the boat you came in on. I mean, we have an open line. Let's get ready up there in Daytona at the Cape Canaveral. All right. Any minute now, they're going to send that old fart up into space. Boy, I sure hope they can't smell him on Uranus. Can you imagine they send him out there? He's going to be cutting the bad ones. Well, you know, those old people, they start losing control of their bodily functions, you know, when you get to be 177 like old John Glenn. And, of course, they brought Walter Cronkite back out again. Anybody happy about that? No. One thing I'll tell you about Walter, he is old. 
Walter cry. He's got wrinkles on his wrinkles, like Miss Lillian. Remember that? She used to have wrinkles in places where it was illegal in Georgia. And here's Walter Cronkite is back out there, and he's... I mean, what does that mean? Why is Walter Cronkite back? And you notice CNN supposedly pulled out this big coup because CBS didn't sign him up to cover the state. CNN got him on there. Huh? Well, no, they could afford to get him because they don't pay anybody else anything. Everybody works. No, the people there make nothing on that network. Bumpkins. And then that's why they had the big money. Remember, they were going to try to hire Tom Brokaw away from uh, NBC because they like guys with speech impediments? Here's Hialeah. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? Okay. You know, it's good to hear someone who uh, who actually talks talking instead of uh, instead of just mentioning a score and then getting on the Gator talk. Yeah. And uh, well, how can you talk when you don't know anything about it on a morning show? How can they talk about it? I don't know. I mean, I just I get sick of it. and I just uh, turn it off. Yeah. I want to ask you, Neil. Where do you see the Panthers going? I mean. What's wrong with Where do I team? see them going? Yeah. In the toilet. I don't see them going there. They're already there. They, they can't get any worse. They cannot get any worse unless they totally, unless they make a lot of deals and totally reshape this team. This season is lost. I know it's only seven games in, but I'm here to tell you right now, this is a disaster team. You think Brian Murray can pull it off? Yeah, he's, gonna, he's pulling it right now. Good luck, pal. We'll need it. Can Brian Murray pull it off? Can beat that gator meat. We have an open line of Dave. Five, six. Gators, come on now. Every time that morning show, them phones start slowing down. When it, and you notice this morning, because it was Thursday, it was What's Your Beef? So our, you guys out there listening to the morning show, don't call this number on Thursdays because, number one, we don't answer it. And number two, we don't have any uh, prizes for you. This is not the number for What's Your Goddamn Beef. But every Thursday morning, all of a sudden, then their lines light up because they're giving a bunch of crap away. And I learned the hard way. Giving a bunch of crap away is one hell of a sorry-ass way, an excuse to do a goddamn talk show, even if it is in this town. Just remember that, George. Because anybody gives stuff away on this show. Here's a mobile in Aventura. Hello. Mobile in Aventura. Hi, Neil. It's Steve. Yes, Steve. Um, two bonds scored more points last night than the Panthers. Yes. So you noticed that. No, he did um, about... more points, yeah. And so did um, the Armoriaga, yes. Brian Murray and the last... Yes, sir. That, that tells you right there what kind of person we're dealing with. Well, yeah, but, then, both, but you know something? Both brothers are the same. Only Terry Murray, I'm finding out now, is a hard ass. He's a bigger hard ass than Brian. Yeah, Terry says he's not a uh, player's uh, coach. Yeah. And we've noticed that because last night, I guess there was no contact between the bench and the players. They, didn't, they didn't play for him a lick last night, and I'm telling you that they will not play for him. As long as he keeps trying to play these head games and blame guys who aren't responsible for the crap team that his brother put out there on the ice. I mean, how can you blame guys when they got nobody? You, know, you watch Victor Kozlov out there, and Victor's got all these moves, and he's stick handling, and he's doing this, and, and he has nobody to pass to because he's got nobody out there playing with him. The guy can't go out there and do it by himself. There has to be a supporting cast. You have to have other guys out there who have skills, and unfortunately, because we got a bald-headed, cheap bastard that owns the team, we don't have those people. We made no moves. None. That's right. Just six years ago or five years ago, in the first season, I would go to the games and I'd say, oh, oh look at this team. I think we're going to get blown out. We never got blown away. First period. All right. Oh. There you go. Like a small I stayed for two. Okay, thank you, sir, and congratulations. There's a guy that he said one period, he held his fingers over his nose like, oh, the stench of cow manure is all over this joint. I'm getting out. 
Anybody that knocked anyone who left early last night needs mental help, okay? And like I said, those of you who, if you stayed to the bitter end, must be because your car battery died or something like that. Or you're waiting for a pizza delivery from outside the building. Because that was just uh, unconscionable. To think that people are going to pay that kind of money to see this garbage. And, and it ties right in with what I'm telling you, with this Piazza business and Al Leiter business. The, the, the sports moguls, all these idiots, all these dumb illiterate jocks who think that there's a, an unending supply of cash that the American... I was listening to Hank one day last week driving home, and he's absolutely right. People are trying to say baseball made a big comeback this year. Bullcrap. There were three stories in baseball, well, really two stories. The Yankees' big year... And uh, and please don't tell me Cal Ripken. Nobody cared about that. And the home run thing with Sosa and McGuire. That was it. That was the only thing that goosed up for a while there. Because then when the World Series came along, the lowest ratings in history, the lowest TV ratings ever. So please, Diane, here we got the NBA. They're not even playing. They're not even close to any kind of an agreement because of greed. Because these illiterate jackasses can't get enough. I mean, you look at these guys, and immediately you say to yourself, Dumb jock. That's right. But I've been making $20 million a year. Yeah, right. See you in the slammer, sweetheart. Here's Kendall. Hello. You know, uh, unfortunately, I made the mistake of going to that game last night. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know... I, I want to apologize to you, sir, on behalf of the whole organization. I mean, that was one of the games I picked, I guess, in my... Uh, I guess I should just try to pick the... Uh, Ratty teams, but you could have picked your nose and had more fun than picking that game. But you know, didn't you say hasn't Toronto beaten Detroit a couple times? Twice. Okay. They played them twice. They beat them twice. Two one and five three. Yes, sir. And unfortunately, I was stuck in a herd of Red Wing fans or whatever you want to call them because you know half of them are not even legit. I mean, everyone's got two beers, three beers, four beers. And uh, I, just I, I would say about a half, maybe, of the uh, Red Wing yeah. jerseys last night were real Detroit fans who have been fans for a long time or maybe from Michigan, whatever. And the rest of them were just the usual front-running phonies wearing the jersey of whichever right. is the hottest team the last year and or that's two. That's what we told them. We told them that you got your Yankee jersey and your Broncos right, jersey right. home. Absolutely. But uh, I'll tell you what, that was really my second trip to the arena. And with all the criticism the last few weeks, I kind of took a better analyzation of it. Yes, sir. The seats kind of aren't. Small. I didn't really notice it the first time. The no, food. No, but it, wait, 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 wait. It depends on which seats you sit in. It okay, depends well, on the luck of the draw. Okay, well. They're not all the same size. Well, that, that's. Like penises, they're not all the same size. Okay, well, that being said, even when, when you. I tried to go get something to eat. Yeah. And you got to wait online for the whole period. Because they only got four food courts for the whole lower right. pool there. They got I mean, 80 million people in there. And I, and I thought when they first gave me my uh, guided tours, I thought, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have all of this and all. In the meantime, there's only four food courts for the whole goddamn lower part of the building, which is where 90% of the people right. are. And, and and you can't even get your nuts. You know, those little glazed nuts. What happened to those? Never thought about that. I haven't seen a How the hell can you go to a game without your nuts? That's what I said. I think, in fact, you know something? That must have been what was wrong with the Panthers last night. They all showed up without their nuts. No, they showed up with no balls. Oh! That's, that's right. No because, nuts. You know, how, let me ask you something. You know, I know you're uh, a the hockey maven. How come nobody at least took an effort to put a body on somebody at any point in the game? They were, I mean, not because, even... I mean, they were, they were, let me say it again, sir. Read my lips. Because they will not... 
play for this coach. Okay, but there is no effort. I mean, I'm sorry, not forget about playing a team that was a lot better and blew us out. That, that, we, we, everybody has that happen, but I'm talking about a total lack of effort, including I, that one mesmerizing period in the second oh. period that seemed to last for five hours when they just just wandered around watching the Red Wings at full strength, mind you, yes. watching them pass it around. I mean, I thought Kirk McClain was going to like run for the exit, say, "Give me out." I wouldn't blame him, right? Because you know, if you're sitting there get, get, getting shots like a rapid See, see Kirk McLean is a goalie who, you know, he's got his good days, not too many of them. Right. But he, 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 if he's got a decent defense and he's got a supporting cast, maybe he might get the job done on a certain day. But, but when he's got nobody, nothing. he's not the kind of guy who can compensate for no defense. Well, I agree with you. And, you know, like you said, there, he, Terry Murray, I mean, they, he's the reason for he's what he's an asshole. Know. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know... If they're not going to do anything now, I mean, they, even like this Goldstein idiot in the morning keeps, well, if Dino Cicerelli was in, I'm not saying it would change the game, but mm -hmm. it might have. Nothing would have changed last no, night. absolutely Somebody's not. Somebody's got to put a body on him. I'm not, you know, you got to at least, I'm not, I'm not talking the physical fighting part, but you got to let them know they're coming in your end. You're, right. you're going to pay the price. That's Especially, right. how about that one guy standing wide open in front, in front of the net? Nobody's around. Yeah. Hey, before I go, can you play a colloquy, a colloquy of a Jennifer Ram? I just heard those two, and man, okay, Miss Jennifer, okay, ooh, oh. frosty mad. Oh, okay, yeah, Frank Voltec at the Space Center. Is he there? He's there right now. Him okay. and Jennifer, they're doing it. Okay, oh, look at there's El Presidente. Hey, crank this up. Put it up a second. What's he saying? Is he saying that uh, John Glenn's a space cadet? Is that what he said? Uh -huh. And it is just one more example of why it's so important for citizens to stand up and be counted on elections. I thought it was pretty uh, pretty heartwarming for Bubba to come down. Did you hear the first thing he said? He said, boy, you guys sure got some good ass down here in Florida. You hear that? And go and vote. No, that's what he said. Why do you think he's got a big smile on his push for? In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if right. they're only showing him from, like, here up. I wouldn't be surprised if he's getting service right now. That's the uh, secret service. What? Hey, every guy in America wants to get some good head, okay? Even some that's not so good. What's the big deal with that? Bunch of sanctimonious hypocrites, like I said. Look at that. He's got a smile on his puss from ear to rear. Okay, it's over. Don't call the dry cleaners, please. We don't want no more evidence. Oh, I think we're getting ready to send old John Glenn up there. Oh, jeez. Every time they try to fire that damn thing off, it just droops right back down. How about some Viagra for that goddamn space shuttle, huh? Old farts in space. Kind of like uh, a Mel Brooks movie, huh? Old Jews in space, whatever the hell I was. 26 minutes after one. Is he Jewish? No. I don't think so. Not this week. In fact, if you look up definitive goy in the dictionary, right next to Rick Riley's picture, you'll see John Glenn. You know, the QAM. Firefighters remain perched high on these long ladders, hoses in hand. A magical moment in American history oh. as your government's about to waste billions of dollars to send a senile old fart up into space. And of course, if this works out, just wait in sunrise. Oh. Tamarack. Oh. That's right. Lots of other parts of town. How about in uh, Lauderhill? Oh. Send a lot of them in outer space. And of course, in Dade County, most of them are from out of this world anyway. Here's uh, Deerfield. Hello. Doing? Yes, sir. Uh, quick comment and a shameless request. Yes. First of all, both the Murrays, uh, Brian, lost with better teams in Washington and certainly in Detroit, and Terry lost with better teams in uh, Washington and also in Philadelphia, so mm -hmm. it shouldn't come as a shock to anybody yeah. that this is going on. 
I mean, wherever they've gone with Philadelphia, they were certainly favored to win the cup that year that they lost. Yeah. Uh, in Detroit, Brian Murray, same thing. Shameless request for uh, Isn't It the Chronic by whoever, Alanis Morissette, whatever. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Is that in here, by the way? Yes. Did we get that in here? Oh, thank God. Here's a preview. Okay, we'll get it on. No, that's a preview. Just calm down. Yeah, we got Walter Cronkite sitting there. It's a day for all the old farts. Oh, there you go. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. This has been great today. This is an exercise in American uh, whatever it is. We don't give a crap. We're not really all that fired up about it. But at least uh, we got some people off their ass today. And they're not just going to take it standing up. So they're going to sit down in their seat and dummy up. Here's a lady in Kendall. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. It's a proud day to be an American. Is it really? Yeah. Would you ever go up to West Bay if you had an opportunity? Would I do what? Would you ever go up? Would I go into space? Mm-hmm. No, not really. Would you? Well. For what? Well, you could be the first gay in space. Uh-huh. And you? You I could be the first space. asshole in space. There you go. He's an asshole. Yeah, right. I could be the first gay in space. Thank you for your comment after waiting, what, 18, 20 minutes? That was a rich, full life. She's got set her ass up into space, okay? Or just put your fist into work. Rectum. I think she's got a lot of practice. She might enjoy it. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. What a stupid bitch. Oh, and you know who that was? That was the good Christian lady. It just dawned on me. That was that good Christian lady. Yeah, there you go. All the Christians. She says, I'm going to be off the air by the end of the year. She should only live so long, yes? Okay, we have an open line in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Wow, what was that? Two assholes back-to-back. Do you know what the world's most expensive battery is now, Neil? And what is that, sir? The one for the uh, colostomy bag for the hypnosis maker? Mike Mike Piazza and Al Leiter, $123 million when that boy stands on the mound. Is that pathetic or what? It it is the most sickening thing. I mean, if sports wasn't going down the tubes, before that, it is down now. This is the final nail in the coffin, and these owners are so stupid, they don't even realize it. On the one hand, they're bellyaching, they're screaming, they're carrying on. In the meantime, they just, they'll just they just unleash any amount of money to try to buy a phony championship. If, and uh, what the hell does it mean? If they, they don't, don't put more cap, money than you do. If they don't put a cap in, in basketball and baseball like yeah. they've got in football, they can take teams like Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Montreal, they can just throw yeah. them out and just make a four-league team, New York, L.A., uh, whatever. Another thing, real quick, did you happen to hear Hank freaking out on that uh, Charlton Heston commercial yesterday? No. You didn't hear him? He was going ballistic. He was going to walk off the show if they playing on his airtime yeah. anymore. He was... I mean, it was unbelievable. Hey, listen, I, you know, I don't know about Hank's deal, but I have no con- no uh, control over what recorded uh, commercials they play on this show. I'm not, I'm not happy about it. We got For some strange reason, when I was on the other station, all the liberal candidates had their spots on my show because it fit in with my audience and with the show. But on this station, because evidently they don't really care, they don't understand it, I got every, I got Lincoln Diaz Ballard, I got Charlton Heston <laughs> shooting off his shoes. I had every right-wing uh, wacko that ever came down to Pike running spots on this show. Hey, I got one... Hey, I got one thing to say. Yeah. Big John and Big Ron, you're flaming douchebag. Okay, see you, pal. Open line at Broward, two and day, five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. That was the good Christian lady who likes the old fist uh, and the wrist. Turned 28, he scored the sweetest bag 
I'll gone the next day. It's too many seeds in your dime bag. Getting to the party two minutes too late. Isn't it the chronic? Don't you think? Yes, sir. And I've said it before. This is not a sports town. Yeah. They don't get it. 
Neil. Yes? Can I call somebody a douchebag? No, not, not after that kind of material. But you are right, sir. It is not a sports town. Because if it were, I mean, we had a lot of calls today. But basically, they're very placid. They're, it's almost like they don't give a crap. And like I said before, and I'll say it again, four or 5,000 times by the end of this month, no doubt, uh, that's why Wayne can get away with it. Because the people are so apathetic and so indifferent. In a real sports town, team wins the world championship, and the owner comes in, and the very next day says, Oh, well, you know, you got to build us a stadium, or we're not going to be able to afford to play here. And then he dismantles the whole goddamn team. And a lot of people forget, by the way, that Kevin Brown and a couple other of the best players off of last year's championship team had a meeting, had a private meeting that they asked for with Wayne. And they said, we would like to stay here. You know, we've got a great thing that we build here. We'd like to work out, we'll even like uh, maybe forego some of our salary or take a deferred payment. We'll do anything and we'll work out a deal with it. Is there any way we can do that? And Wayne said, no. Wayne basically stuck his foot right up each and every one of your... Rectum. That's right. And they still didn't care. They're still calling about, hey, uh, what's the morning line on a volleyball game with a Rodney Coyton bright and high? Uh, that, that's what they're calling about. Those aren't sports fans. They're compulsive gamblers. They're still talking, hey, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. You know, and you hear the, the comments that are made, the quality. Do you, know, do you know what a pancake block is, by the way? No. I've been watching football for 40-some years. And even though I, you know, I don't talk about it, because quite frankly it's gotten very boring and the caliber is embarrassing, but I have guys calling this morning about a, how come the Dolphins never throw a pancake block. Is that like a block party? Is that what that is? A pancake block. 42 years at least I've been watching for 44 years. I've been watching National Football League. I've never heard a broadcaster, anybody calling a pancake block. And I'm thinking, gee, I'm, I must be out of the loop, you know. I must be missing something over here. How come Donnelly don't ever throw a pancake block? Well, gee, go over here, go to the old house of pancakes there and see maybe if they got one, pal. Slap one right on, jam on it, like she says. Here's a mobile in Cooper City. Hello? Uh, hi, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Uh, I, I got to the pancake block. Uh, I didn't know up until this year, and my little boy plays, his six-and-a-half plays tackle football. Pancake yeah. block is when you when you get your opponent whom you're blocking, you get them on the ground and you lay on them. Yeah. That's what a pancake block you, is. Well, wait a minute. You get your opponent on the ground and you lay on them. You know what that sounds like? That's a gay club, you moron. Yeah. I'm only six-and-a-half. Okay. And, and uh, Neil, you... I'm surprised because you, you've been talking about the Panthers going nowhere this year all summer. Yeah. I mean, it, it, so, we, so what we, are you surprised about? But, but no, we're not, we knew this happened. Yeah. You knew, and, and you it, knew it was going to be this bad? Well, you, you, you predicted it. And, and as far as the Marlins with their 20,000 uh, tickets sold, well, next year, do you really think all those season ticket holders are going to pay? Well, again? well they had 12,000 season ticket holders, but they averaged about 20,000 people again. So that means that, because most of the 12,000 season are corporate, you know, that kind of stuff. But that means that 8,000 other tickets on the average were sold for every game, in spite of the fact that Wayne basically uh, stuck his foot up everybody's butt. Well, I, I didn't buy them, Neil. I, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I, I'm, you know, revolting the best way I can spending my money. They can take all these sports, they can put them on their, on their uh, uh, Rectum. Right. jets and get out of here. And speaking of jets, Neil, I just passed Executive Airport, and there's a space shuttle landing right now, and there's bus loads coming in from Tamarack and Margate. They're going to make the early bird at the Cafe Uranus. Oh, Okay, pal. Go, John Glenn. Get the colostomy bag concession. Okay, now, I can't read that thing. Do they do that on purpose? Is it, like, stuck on nine minutes and something? Or I, I can't even read the numbers. 
No, that's that's called a commercial. <laughs> that's called that. a commercial on CNN there, George, is what that's called. Well, make sure you're on the same uh, thing. Uh, we're on the same wavelength. It's all a bunch of crap. That's the wavelength, baby. Billions of dollars, so we can send an old fart up there, because that's the least we can do for him. Right. If you're out there and you can't make ends meet, you can't pay your bills, you can't keep your electric on, can't keep your goddamn heat going during the wintertime, whatever your problem is, we can't be worried about you. All the people are going to starve to death up north and uh, freeze the homeless people. We can't worry about them. We don't have enough money for uh, disease research, for all these diseases killing people all over the place, cancer and AIDS and whatever else it is, tuberculosis that's coming back. We don't have enough money for that, but we got endless supplies of money money for all the crap that you can find for us and once upon a time you know the space program there you know it's, it's kind of like you have to weigh the good against the bad is it worth it or not and once upon a time there were a lot of new developments technology etc but i think at this stage of our lives with all the problems in the world today with the world economies still i hate to break the news to you going to hell in a handbasket in asia and in south america and a lot of other places the idea that this is supposed to be some kind of a goddamn celebration that we're supposed to be all excited about tells you a lot I've been telling you for months now. The media is sick and needs help badly. That's right. Let's dig up old Walter Cronkite. Let's get all the old folks like this guy says, let's have an early bird dinner here because we're sending a 77-year-old egotistical right-wing goddamn Republican posing as a Democrat from Ohio, John Glenn up there in outer space. He's a Democrat like I'm a born-again Christian. That's the kind of Democrat he is. He's nothing but another goddamn phony baloney chapter in phony American history. He's much ado about nothing. He's one of many guys who got on a goddamn spaceship and was lucky enough to come back alive. How's that school teacher doing, by the way? Anybody see her lately? No. Eight minutes till till the whole cabin. Oh, boy, I think they're going to be in for a long... I got a fax here that is going to make you psychotic. Here is a guy who's obviously like a real living and breathing business guy because he sends me a fax on his business letterhead, Michael in Fort Lauderdale. He says, if I got something for you, this is about the National Car Rental Arena, the Mac Arena. I'm a season ticket order for the Panthers and have been since the inaugural season. Never have I been so insulted. Not only is the food horrible, the sound stings, poor service, but now there is a major parking problem. Oy! With the opening of the new arena, I decided to purchase a parking pass. Just like the new state-of-the-art arena being a rip-off. But now, why did I buy a parking pass? And by the way, it wasn't cheap. $500 plus. I went to the game last night, and there was no place to park. No attendant instructed me to park on the side of the road. I, just like at least 20 other cars, did uh, just that. That wasn't so bad. The loss of the game was bad. I left the game early with three minutes to go. I walked over to where I parked my car. It was... Oi! Gone! Toad. I'm telling you, it was Oy. gone. It was f***ing gone. I'm telling you. I, <laughs> I'm telling you. I asked the attendants what happened to my car. They said they towed a lot of car, towed all cars that were on the street. They told me to park my car. What is it? They told me to park my car there. My car was moved to a lot across the street. When I got to my car, it was a parking ticket, a $25 fine. How dare they issue a ticket? I'm a season ticket holder. I have a parking pass, and I get a ticket? Why would I park on the street for free and pay for a pass and not use it? The attendant told me there were uh, spaces on the other side of the lot, and they should have told me to go over there. I, oh, and this guy goes on and on and on. Never received a ticket in Miami, et cetera, and so on. This sucks, says Michael in Fort Lauderdale, a business guy who is pissed off and fired up, and thank God he got his facts due to me before the end of the day today.
So it's not just the quality of the product that sucks. Suck would be a compliment. Suck would be a compliment. When you go out there, I want to say this because I don't know if they've left town yet. Who knows whether they left or not. But I'm going to tell you something. You guys, there were a couple of guys, Victor and uh, Whitney, a couple of guys that at least made an effort for us last night. But the rest of you guys going through the motions like that, whether it's despite Terry Murray because he's an asshole or whatever the reason might be, people are paying their good hard-earned money to go see a sporting event. Not to see a bunch of guys, a bunch of floaters out there floating around. And I realize we don't have the talent that we need to really compete. We got a bunch of old hacks that we're desperate to get rid of, like Kirk Muller and uh, Terry Karkner and Jeff Norton and a bunch of other guys. But at least make an effort, okay? At least try to put on a performance when 19,130 people are out there paying their goddamn hard-earned money, getting their cars towed away, paying through the nose for a horseball overpriced concessions. Some people sitting in seats that are like baby seats for a goddamn min pin. Yeah, I could I could take my little dog over there. They got seats perfect for his little ass. Ten pounds, you fit right in there like a glove. So do we have a good time? Yeah, what? All right. Okay, Hank Goldberg's coming up next. We got the Jimmy Johnson show at five on Hank's show. We got uh, let's see, Kim Abo Camper at six. Eddie Kaplan tonight, ten o'clock. <laughs>